Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. An Erios production. Menopause is coming and the men have all left town. But I'm not giving up until I see that baby crown. 39 and single. Can someone help me out? He could be bald and bearded, shorter or tall. Funny, smart, love basketball. From gay to straight, black to white. Tiny eyes with an underbite. I just need Hey everybody and welcome back to Spermcast. In case you missed it, last week I put out a little midweek bonus episode that you should go and listen to. It's with my friend Ingrid Haas who has a short film on Amazon Prime right now. It's called Still Wild, W-Y-L-D-E, and I believe it's only available for viewing until May 7th or something close to that date. The short film is about her experience with pregnancy and miscarriage and it's really well done. Go watch it and rate it. Okay, now, new Patreon subscribers. Thank you to my new Patreon subscribers, Maris, S, Jessica, Mary E, and Amanda. And thank you also to Ilana L, Dominique A, Natalie W, and April, who all raised their pledges. Thank you so much, ladies. Now, last week I gave you all a challenge and I asked you to join the Patreon if you hadn't already or to raise your subscription tier if you're already a subscriber. This was all in hopes that we could get to $850 a month by my two-year anniversary, which is May 8th, which is this week. Have we gotten closer to that goal thanks to the new subscribers and raised pledges? Yes, we have. Are we going to get to $850 a month? I highly doubt it. It's not looking good. Last week, we were at $791. Well, this week, we're only up to $796 now because a couple people had to stop being a patron. That's normal. That happens. That happens all year, all the time. And now there's a pandemic happening, for crying out loud, and some people can't afford to contribute. But I'm counting on those of you who can contribute to get us to $850. Do you pay $10 a month to Netflix? Do you give $10 a month to Spotify? Do you give $13 a month to Amazon Prime evil Amazon Prime. And I know y'all are paying out the wazoo for your Pornhub HD subscriptions. So I know that you can afford to do two or five dollars on Patreon once a month to support your favorite podcast, Spermcast, to support me creating this content for you week after week. And you get so much in return. You get real-time updates, bonus audio content, bonus video content, and sometimes I just write on the Patreon like it's my diary. Not that anyone wants to read my diary. Listen, for two years, I have been working so hard to bring this podcast to you, again, week after week, sharing my experience and the experiences of others in hopes of normalizing the idea of becoming a single mother by choice, of normalizing miscarriage and infertility, shining a light on the ups and the downs of trying to conceive, educating people about their bodies from penises and vaginas to intracytoplasmic sperm injection, opening minds and helping you with whatever whatever you might be going through. So, you know, just help me get to $850 a month for my two-year anniversary. Go to patreon.com forward slash spermcast. It's 
very easy, and you'll get a lot in return. Of course, if you don't want to join the Patreon, you can always support the podcast by Venmoing Molly-Hockey. But, like, do it this week for the anniversary. I mean, that would be really nice of you. And now for the show. I was expecting a much different show this week. Let's start from the beginning. So Tuesday finally comes around, the day my tank is supposed to arrive, and then I hear from downstairs, I hear my mom scream, Sperm's here! I ran down those stairs like it was Christmas morning, I flung open the door, and there he was. My sperm. It's crazy how the week before, I didn't even know if I wanted to do it, and then by the time it showed up at my front door, I... I had allowed myself to become hopeful again. I was so excited. And I was extra excited because most importantly, the sperm had gotten there on time. I hadn't ovulated yet. I'd been peeing on sticks and getting negatives the whole time. I was doing my, I was taking my basal body temperature using the OvuSense monitor. That's the thing that you put in at night in your vagina and it averages your temperature throughout the night so that you have a very accurate reading of your temperature in the morning. Everything was looking good. It was going to happen. But then Wednesday rolled around, and I still hadn't had a positive test yet. And then Thursday, day 13 of my cycle came, and still nothing. And that's when I decided I must have calculated day one of my cycle wrong. I must have thought that it was day one because uh, I was spotting, but maybe, maybe day one was one day later when I had a real flow. So I switched it up, and I called Thursday, day 12. So now it's Friday, and I'm definitely going to get my surge on Friday, right? Day 13? It makes sense, except... Nothing. That's when I started feeling really down and irritable. I was like, later, parents. I'm going to go upstairs and write about my feelings. And that's when I wrote this. I'm writing to you, dear listeners, while feeling sad or down. I think I've got a good old case of the ups and downs, as my grandma used to say, except I never had a grandma that said that. But I hope one day when I'm a grandma, I say it all the time, if I ever get to be a grandma. (laughs) Uh, So anyway, as I was saying, I've got a good old case of the ups and downs. When I left you last week, I had decided to have the sperm sent, and I sure let myself get excited. But now, now I feel like I'm in the middle of another torturous two-week wait. I'd forgotten that waiting for your LH to surge is a nightmare. I'd forgotten how many sticks I can't help but pee on. I expected a surge three nights ago, two nights ago, last night at the very latest, and now it's Friday. I'm on cycle day 13, and I'm not getting a positive on any of my tests. Once I made my decision last week, I allowed myself to get excited, and now I'm just, I'm afraid that I missed my ovulation, or it's just not going to happen. And normally I'd say to myself, don't beat yourself up, Maul, or it's not your fault, Maul. But it does feel like it's my fault, even though I've been peeing on sticks like it's my job, and taking my temperature overnight every night. But last night, a critical night. I forgot to put the thermometer in my vagina. I woke up this morning excited to see my temperature, hoping it would still be low. I reached into my vagina to grab the thermometer, and lo and behold, there was nothing there. I fucking forgot to wear it to bed. And then I went to take my first pee test of the day. Ovulation is literally the only thing that is on my mind, so you'd think that when I sat down on the toilet with a cup in my hand, I would actually pee in the cup. But no, I just sat there, completely forgot that I was holding a cup, and I just peed straight into the toilet as I sat there pondering when and if I would ovulate. I just feel down. It's affecting my mood. My face hurts. (laughs) 
Okay, well, that was Friday night. Saturday rolled around, and I'm now on cycle day 14, and still no LH surge. Sunday rolls around, and I think, yeah, it's got to happen today. It's day 15. Come on, body. I head to my grandmother's house in New Jersey, which I like to do on Sundays, and around 2.30, I do a pee test. Nothing. Shit. And to make matters worse, I didn't have a guest for this week's episode because I thought this episode was going to be filled with my wild insemination. So after Nana's, I went over to my brother and my sister-in-law's house a few doors down and I made Karen, my sister-in-law, talk it out with me. She's the best. Hi, Molly. Your hair is blonde with little tinges of green. (laughs) (laughs) You should have seen it yesterday or the day before. Bright green. Why is it so green? Copper. Oh, really? There's copper in their water. It's like legit green. (laughs) I tried to wash it out yesterday with um, apple cider vinegar and lemon. It didn't work. No, it worked a lot. Oh, really? You should, it was so much green. I'll send you a picture. That is, I can see it's green on the bottom. It, it was, did you see the stripes in the back? I can see, yeah. Oh, my God. Anyway, hi. Hi, Mom. Hi, so Karen. Karen, my sister-in-law is here, and we're sitting in front of her house about 10, 10 feet away? At least. Long cords. We're using real mics. Karen is mic shy. Very mic shy. She said she wasn't even going to be able to talk once I start recording. <laughs> um, but you've been on the podcast before, Karen. I don't think so. Oh. I record every time I call you. I'm oh. always recording. Okay. <laughs> I probably hated hearing it then, too. <laughs> well, she's doing me a favor because I didn't schedule a guest this week because I thought I would be having a whole episode about an insemination. But. But. <laughs> Does that mean you didn't I haven't ovulated yet. How can that be? I don't know. I don't get it, and I'm very frustrated. But how do you know you haven't? Because you've been doing the the sticks or whatever you do? Yeah. So there's the pee sticks, and there's digital sticks, or whatever, digital test kits. I had a ton of the ovulation, the pee sticks, and I've I've run out of them because <laughs> I've used so many. I started testing I think on the twenty sixth or something, whatever day that was. Maybe the it's been like Saturday over, or Sunday last yeah. weekend. And I was doing once a day, and then I was doing twice a day, and then three times a day, and then four. And I just ended up running out of them. And then another somebody recommended I get the digital ones, which I don't even like. But they had them in the drugstore, and they don't have the cheap ones. So now I'm spending. $35 every two days. <laughs> oh, you have to do a different, a new kit each time. No, you. Ha- I, it's, I'm just t- doing it too often. Oh. Trying to f- f- see that peak. Well, is it possible that you ovulated before you even tested the it's first possible, time? It's possible, yeah. But improbable? Like when, when should it have been? I think technically right now I'm on day 14 of my cycle. Oh, so, so maybe it's going to be now. So maybe you're ovulating in my driveway. Well, I just took a <laughs> test at Nana's house. Oh, and you were not ovulating. <laughs> oh, listeners, I was just at my grandmother's house. Oh. Karen lives by. Uh oh, my brother's here. <laughs> An entire family. <laughs> An entire family just drove up, and we're talking about ovulation. That's fine. That's fine. They don't care. But they better not come near Wait, me. So at you, you tested at Nana's, and you were not ovulating <laughs> at, at Nana's. 
Yes, I just tested just now, and I'm still not ovulating. When it, it tells you when you're having an LH luteinizing hormone surge, and then you're supposed to inseminate 24 hours after that, or 12 to 36 hours, but I was told to do around 24. But the other thing is, I don't know if this is actually day 14 or 13 or 15. or My period started, but it, was start, it started as, as spotting, so I didn't count the first two oh. or three days. So... I don't know what's up. Did you go to the beach? Oh, hi. Oh, my goodness. I'll come out just for a sec. How was it? It was so fun. Yeah? Were there other people there? Was it a lot? Too many? Like, at the end, there was a lot. Did it feel dangerous? Did you guys, were you careful? Yeah. You didn't look at anyone? That's how you get it. (laughs) (laughs) See ya. Bye. Cool pants. Love you. She's so cute. Oh, she's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> My little college girl. Uh-oh. Yeah, we'll see. What? Well. Oh, because of the virus. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Seniors. She's just picked her college. Seniors. She's heading. Yeah. She's supposed to head off. Commencement has been canceled. Uh, not officially. Virtual. Oh, They okay. will do <laughs> a virtual. And now my nephew is grinding against the window. <laughs> hey, Steve. Hey, nephew. Okay, get out. <laughs> um, anyway, so you didn't have your surge yet. So you, I haven't had my surge yet. So if I ovulate, if I got my surge tonight, then I'd be ovulating on tomorrow night, which would techni- would be day fifteen or sixteen. And or, is that unusual for you, or I, you don't I think know? it's unusual for me? Yeah. But I haven't had a natural cycle since last year, because everything's been screwed up since. Um, Basically, since that miscarriage last year. Okay. Before that, I kind of knew my cycle. I don't know. I It's hard to know. Yeah. I don't know anything. And I forgot how awful this period of waiting is. Like, I I remember the two-week wait, and I know, I know the feeling of waiting for the test results to come back. But I remember from previous podcasts this wait as well. I it, remember you. Do? you yes. She's, a, she's an avid listener, you guys. She's my biggest fan. I am. I am her. I appreciate I'm a super, her. I'm a super fan. Yeah, I appreciate you. I was you. a fan before anyone was I a fan. I know. You're the one that told me to be an actor. I know. I you feel bitch. so guilty about that. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was studying psychology at Cornell University, and this bitch comes along <laughs> and tells me. Molly, you're that, so talented. You're so funny. <laughs> oh, and here I am. Thanks, Karen. It's all my fault, guys. <laughs> <laughs> She'd be wealth a wealthy psychologist if it weren't for me. I was a flower girl at your wedding. Yeah, you were. That was, was fun. So cute. <gasps> yeah. Karen, I just realized something you could talk about. What? You no, no, you don't want to talk about Ellie's heart surgery when you were. When oh, she, what does that have to do with anything? Nothing. <laughs> we'll talk about it another time. <laughs> That's more later in later in my next season when yes. we talk about when you're possible pregnant scary and you things. Think about that can all happen. the things that can go wrong, then you can interview yeah. me. <laughs> we'll just leave everybody wondering about. But anyway, that. yeah, I was a flower girl at your wedding. <laughs> yeah, I was cute, right? Very cute, very cute. Oh man, those were the days yeah. <laughs> for me. <laughs> and didn't I spill a glass of red wine on a white dress you were wearing at yeah. a rehearsal dinner but, or something? I think so. That was fun. I think it runs in your family. <laughs> yeah, right, the wait, this, this current wait. Yes, I remember. It's driving me yes. nuts. And right. I've been in a really bad mood around my folks for the last few days. Our folks, kind of. Yeah. 
Yeah, at night we usually like to have dinner, wash the dishes, and then go watch a fun TV show. And I just don't want to. I don't feel good. I want to go to bed. And I, yeah, I've just been a jerk. No, I'm not a jerk. I, I tell them I'm not in a good mood, and it's not them. Yeah. We, <laughs> but yes, I just don't I think feel, everybody's I feel moody like now. Shit. Everybody's moody now. You have good days and bad days. That's it's a true. horrible time. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> and now I got to think about going back to Los Angeles. Yeah, when? Mid, Mid-May is what I was saying to myself this whole time. Why? Like, now well, it's mid-May almost. Yeah, but why? Because that's when, well, I've got to figure out my Airbnb because there's nobody in it. Um, there was somebody in it for a stupidly low price last month. And uh, do you now need to I've be there one... in order to rent it out or what? Do you need to be there in order no, to get I'm it rented? I'm wondering if I need to figure out a roommate situation. Oh, Fuck. yeah. Um, in your I... Airbnb space or with you, you mean? No, in the, in the Airbnb oh, space. Yeah. I just kind of need to reassess and figure out what's up and. I mean, I don't want a roommate. I'm a grown-ass yeah, woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you go back, are you going to have to be, like, all alone all the time? I might for two weeks, and then I don't know what's up in L.A. I think I think You can that, get tests in L.A., free, free antibody tests? Yeah, I guess tests? you can. No, but, I don't think it's antibody, though. Oh. I think it's uh, just a test for the, the I thought it was a, virus. I, I, hey! I, thought it, I thought it was an antibody test, Go sit actually. next to her. You guys can pass a mic back and forth. Are you on sun? My brother's here. Hi. You've been on the podcast before, too. When um, Alex was here last winter, in, and we were doing an insemination in That's the basement. Right. No, I mean, I wasn't doing the insemination. Oh, but, God, Bill! But Alex was. We purposely did not disinfect that area because we wanted to keep it for What? <laughs> I'm not ovulating, Bill. I've got a tank of semen. Yeah, oh, no, I've got so a- how long does this... How long does this does it stay in the tank? Like, can it? How long can 14 it? Fourteen days. That's and it. So I've got to return the tank no later than I've got to send it by Tuesday, or else the little—it's a tiny vial, actually, a tiny vial in a huge tank filled with nitrogen. And Are you I've saying got, the nitrogen only keeps it like the right way for two weeks? Yes. But then the vial's still fine. They'll just put it back in the refrigerator exactly. But there. I've got to get it back to them by Friday. And I would say Thursday at the because that's scary to cutting it too close, right? Have you even taken it out of the box? No, no. Oh, duh. Obviously, Mm-mm. right. Haven't opened it. How do you know that it's still like frozen? <sighs> don't know. Yeah. If I open it and smoke doesn't come out, that's a, a bad, bad sign. Okay, but you haven't done that yet. No. So yeah, I've got to ship it by Tuesday, I think. Oh God! And that's... I haven't. Ah. If you ship it Tuesday and you ovulate Wednesday, but it. It would be no good anyway by... No, it's good until... It'll be good till Thursday or Friday. But what's the likelihood of me ovulating at day 18 or 19? And there's nowhere local you could store... Like, is there not like a fertility place here you could say, hey, here's my tank? I don't know. This seems a little crazy. It does. There's some nitrogen in here? Yeah. But what if I ovulated on Sunday last week? Yeah. And I just didn't catch it. Right. Bill. It's complicated. It's complicated, it complicated, he said. Yeah. So that's it. Yeah. I'm, this is the most boring. It's boring not boring. Interview. I'll put some music behind it. Okay. <laughs> Make me sound really fun. Should I change your voice? <laughs> yes. Make it higher or lower? Like a chipmunk. Like one of those chipmunk. I can know, do that. Characters. That would be good. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have a nice time at the beach, Bill? On mic, please. (laughs) 
did have a nice time. We we were kind of alone on the beach for a while, but after a couple of hours, it it got crowded, but not crowded to the point where you were ever feeling like you were too close to somebody. Could you tell if anybody was ovulating on the beach? <laughs> I suspected one person. Uh, but what was different about them? No way to know. Just rolling around on, on their towel. Yeah, just asking for it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hi, Steven. Hi, Molly. How old are you? I am 26 years old. A 26-year-old nephew. 26. That's kind of old. That's like four years from 30. Yeah. If I, if my <laughs> it took math me is too correct. long to know that. Um, Steven, were you here when that guy was in your basement? The ejaculator? Yeah, the Mr. Ejaculator. Um, Alex yeah, the Ejaculator. Uh, I was either here or You were asleep or upstairs, I, I think. I think I... I don't know. It's Christmas time. in the uh, chair down there? <laughs> <laughs> We were sharing the same pillow, using it for different reasons, but it's <laughs> gross. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Oh. Do you want babies, Steven? Are you a family man? You want my babies? No, Steven! Aww. I'm not here to give you my babies. Stop. Um, you want kids? Sure, I'll take a few. What? I'll take seven. Seven? How many kids do you want, really? Between seven and nine. <laughs> I'd be able to play sports with them and feel the Yeah, whole you need team. a whole team. Yeah. What sport? Soccer? Seven will get me. I think we'd be a good basketball team. So I suck at basketball. That's what I was going to say. We could be, yeah, basketball would probably be appropriate. No, I was going to say you suck at basketball. No. <laughs> 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 Anyway, guys, what is this about? All right, and that's all she wrote for this episode. <laughs> My listeners are going to love this. No, Steven. Give me you, a, I'll give you a sound bite. You know, Molly's just, you know. No, no, no. We need something. Great, we need something. What's important? Great inspiration to us all. Steven, uh, you have a normal job. You have a better job than I do. You make a lot more money, probably. <laughs> What's that like? No. Um, hmm. Middle child. Best looking child. Best looking child. Smartest, most athletic. <laughs> Kindest. Funniest. How does that make you feel being all those things? <laughs> Is that a lot of pressure? Yeah, let me go off the kind of abusive father. Abusive father, <laughs> prostitute mom. <laughs> it, makes me, you know, it makes me feel you know, good. All right, thanks for having me. You know, me I have today. another question. Really, last question. Don't get closer to me. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Son of a bitch. When, I, when your parents are gone, <laughs> and mine are as well, and I'm like your old auntie, and you have a house, I don't know, where's Can your I house? Can I call you mom? Is that what you're asking? No, but maybe, yes. maybe. <laughs> yes, I if I don't have a kid yet, you will. I was going to ask, um, wait, so where are you going to be living? Where are you, like uh, Long Island, Westchester, not New Jersey? Long, not Long Island. The Jersey, New York, Connecticut. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Regine. Okay. Regine. 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 Okay, so when you have your colonial home in one of these, in the tri-state area, can I move in? Yes. Because <laughs> <laughs> like I'm going to be, you know, an old spinster with no child and no love in my life. You'd be a nanny. I could be your nanny for all your seven kids. Nanny. And we'll, we'll call you mom. We'll call you mom. <laughs> your kids. Coach. <laughs> yes. Right. And and then your kids can call me mom. Kids will call you mom. I will call you mom. And our neighbors will call you mom. <laughs> <laughs> the whole town will call you mom. Okay. I feel better. <laughs> yeah, who needs a real kid when you can have that? Yeah, I'm good to go. I'm going to send that tank back right now. All right. Thanks, Steven. All right. Thanks, Molly. Good luck. <laughs> I hope this program works out. Well, I, it's not going on. <laughs> Um, I do have a question, Molly. Oh, what is it? About your, what, what is the surge, the LH surge? Yeah. Is it a gradual thing, or, like, can you tell when it's coming, or is it, like, does it go from zero to 100? Yeah, you can see the, if you use the cheap strips, you can see there's a test line and a control line, and the test line needs we'll to darker. be darker than the, or so as dark okay. as the control. But in these other, more expensive kits, it's it it's, doesn't show you that? It Technically, it's either or. But if you remove the thing, you can see where the lines are again. Oh. So I don't know. They say not to use those lines, that they don't mean anything, but that's what they mean to me. Right. I don't know. Because I... But it is mildly... It's gradual, yes. as in, like, in over six hours, you can... Or maybe 10, 12, you can see it getting I darker. I get, though, why you would test incessantly, because if it just all of a sudden appears... And then goes away. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It's a dilemma. Yeah. Okay. So, all. yeah, that's, that's all I, it. That's all I had. It's great. Other question I could Thank think you. Of. I appreciate it. I appreciate okay. you. Okay, Mom. We love you. And before I move in with Steven, I'm moving in with you guys. Okay. You can, do we have to call your mom? <laughs> you could come live with us, Molly, and, and you could do your Airbnb here at our house. Wait, how? I don't know. Just, you could rent out one of the rooms here. And I would get the money? Yes. <laughs> that's nice of you, Bill. When, once the, all the three kids move out, then then you can have a, a spot and then maybe two rooms for an Airbnb. Okay, great. And also, you'll give me a job at your place of work. You'll have a job at my place of work, <laughs> if you will. <laughs> kind of the job of your of your choice. Really? Yeah. I mean it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Great. Okay. Thanks, guys. All right, yeah. Mel. Well, that worked out great. I procured myself a home for the future, a job for the future. If none of this sperm stuff works out, I'm going to be just fine. So then I headed home to New York, and when I got there, I texted my old new friend, Dr. Stephanie Rothenberg. She's been on the podcast before. She's given me tips here and there. And I asked her if she had a minute to answer a couple questions about ovulation. Here she is. So you guys, listeners, I... Forgot to press record. I just had this incredible conversation with Stephanie, Dr. Rothenberg. That's not how you would say words. Dr. Stephanie Rothenberg. <laughs> and I didn't I didn't press record. Yeah, recap it for me because I hate talking. Okay. So you are, what cycle day are you right now? Four, you said 14 or 15. 14 or 15, thank you. So you've been testing since cycle day nine. Yes. And you haven't seen a positive on your ovulation predictor kit yet. And yeah. so you're worried that you, like, missed it or that your kit wasn't showing positive. Mm-hmm. And you have your sperm. Yes. That you have to send back by Tuesday if you don't use it. So yes, I've got to have it shipped out the door by Tuesday in order to get it back to the sperm bank so that they can keep it frozen or else it'll fizzle out. <laughs> 
Right. So what we were talking about is that your last cycle after your pregnancy location was 35 days. Yeah. So it was a longer cycle than usual. Uh-huh. And if this cycle was also going to be 35 days, yeah. then you might not see, no, might not ovulate until like day 20, 21. Right. And um, so you also said that, so the luteal phase, the second half uh-huh. is usually... It's usually 14 days. So the corpus luteum has like a programmed, Mm -hmm. like it won't last longer than 14 days unless Mm -hmm. it's rescued by HCG because you're pregnant. Gotcha. So usually women's cycle lengths are different because their follicular phase is different length. I see. But usually the luteal phase is pretty consistent. Okay. Just as a reminder, listeners, the follicular phase is the first half when your follicles are growing and the luteal phase is when you're after you ovulate till you Uh, get your period when you're uh, all the other things that are happening um okay so so, my thought is that you might not have missed ovulation it's just that you're going to ovulate later which then is a conundrum as far as your sperm right we were just brainstorming options right because if i don't ovulate while it's here if I don't ovulate till day 21, say, then, yeah, the sperm will be long gone by then. So we were brainstorming, and Stephanie, Dr. Rothenberg, I don't know what to call you. You can call me Stephanie. And Stephanie said... <laughs> I'm not your doctor, lady. Yay, okay. Um, <laughs> she said I should call the sperm bank and see if they have a relationship with any of the, of the fertility clinics out here, because maybe... Maybe there's an option they to... They could refill the tank. They yeah. could refill the tank. And then we had this other crazy idea, which would be, I send this tank back while Seattle Sperm Bank sends me my other vial that's at the sperm bank, and maybe it could get here in time. <laughs> a little switcheroo. A little switcheroo. Oh, my God. Well, I, I, I mean, worst, worst case scenario, if it doesn't get there in time, you don't do the IUI... You're out 180 bucks for shipping, and you send it back. Exactly, which still matters. It just yeah. It's but the only reason it sucks is because I allowed myself to get my hopes up this month, and and I was like, you know, a week and a half ago, I I didn't know if I wanted to even do it, and then once I made that decision, I got I just got excited about doing this insemination, even though I know how unlikely, you know, I know the stats. Um, but man, it really brought me down when each day went further and further and I started feeling shitty, like it wasn't going to happen. But now she's given me a little optimism. Yes. (laughs) Yes. So So three, three options that have happened. You missed your ovulation. Right. And the ovulation predictor kits just didn't pick it up. Right. Second one is that you're going to ovulate later. Third one is that you don't ovulate this month. Right. And what happens? Why does somebody, why would somebody not ovulate in a month? So sometimes you just, especially after having like a pregnancy, that communication that's supposed to happen from your pituitary gland down to your ovary just like doesn't happen in the correct way that month. Mm. And that totally can happen for women that are, you know, with stress. And we've got stress. Here here we are, right? (laughs) Stress can certainly make it happen. Mm -hmm. Um, It doesn't mean that there's anything wrong. You know, certainly women can skip periods, but as long as it just happens, you know, like once or twice a year. You know, once every couple of years, it's not anything to worry about. Yeah. Uh, as your body's recovering from, you know, a pregnancy loss. Yeah. That certainly can happen. And, you know, it's interesting. I'm usually doing acupuncture once a week for the last couple of years. And mm-hmm. I don't, I haven't had that for, I know, I don't know how much you think about um, acupuncture, but. Uh, 
I work really closely with several acupuncturists and yeah. I think that there's certain things that we can study and there's certain things that we can't, mm-hmm. you know? So yeah. certainly if you've been having acupuncture consistently every single week for a yeah. year plus, yeah. you know? Yeah. And, um, we also talked about the OvuSense thermometer oh, yeah. situation yeah. because I told you that my temperature hasn't gone up yet. It's still mm-hmm. uh, low. It's, and, um, I mean, and sometimes basal body temperature charting can be inaccurate, right? Yeah. You know, you wear it in your vagina all night, right? Right, and I think it takes an average of, of your your temperature every five minutes or maybe it's just yeah. five times a night. I can't remember. Yeah. No, but, I think of like of all of the ways to do basal body temperature charting, like that should be the most reliable. Yeah. And you've used it in the past before and you've seen temperature changes. Like you've been, right. I mean, you've been doing temperature monitoring for like well, ever. Yes and no. <laughs> I did it and then I stopped for many months and then I did it for yeah. two and then I stopped for, yeah. until two, until last month. Well, it's a lot t- of work. Yeah, and but, you haven't seen a temperature change, so that makes me think more that either you haven't, or like I you're going did. to ovulate, you haven't ovulated yet, or you're just not going to ovulate this month. Yeah, I don't, I don't think that you missed it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Thank you for repeating Aww. everything that we said. You're welcome. <laughs> no problem. Oh my god. Oh my god. I feel like I'm going to pass worry. out. <laughs> we hadn't been talking for very long. It's okay. Fine. Okay. How are you? How's your clinic? We are good. We had a pause for yeah. about, you know, six weeks for treatments. And mm-hmm. that was obviously just really, really tough Yeah, on all of the patients. And, you know, it just was really tough. But we're restarting mm-hmm. um, in a very slow, controlled way. Like, definitely keeping appointments longer and, you know, keeping patients distanced and everybody's in mass. And so it feels very different, but we, we started doing IVF and IUIs again, um, oh, as did. of last week. Is yeah. it, is it prioritized for anybody or is it you able to see everybody? Is there a bottleneck? I'm kind of wondering what's going There's a little gonna... bit of a bottleneck for IVF, but mm. it's because we like schedule people based on your cycle. Like it kind of, mm-hmm. it spaces people out automatically so yes. we're just trying to get people scheduled but there there is a little bit of a delay yeah you know our patients who are older you know have low ovarian reserve we're like trying to fit them in better but also like I have some patients doing egg freezing and stuff like that okay. just because if there's an opening you know they should go ahead so cool. yeah it's nice to get back yeah. but it's just it's like a whole different thing yeah. like the way I'm seeing patients is different like we're rotating the doctors in and out so, like, oh. next week I'm doing all of the monitoring, which usually we just have, like, our days that we do monitoring. Interesting. Um, so that, like, if one of us gets sick or gets exposed or has to be quarantined, that, that you're not you know, we have somebody who's been out of the office for two weeks. And oh, you're you're rotating on in big chunks. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's So it's, it's very different. But I think we're going to come through better. Yeah. I think we're going to come through like more efficient. Mm-hmm. I've been able to talk to a, and do a lot of visits for patients that don't live in Seattle, which has been really nice. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because we're doing telemedicine. So. Yes. And even, I mean, traffic in Seattle could be kind of gnarly. And so, yeah. you know, people who live like an hour away. Although right now it's not gnarly at all. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but we're surviving. We're starting to care again, you know, huh. to take care of patients. and Yeah. So, that's that's great. That's good news. Yeah. I don't know what yeah. it's going to be like at my clinic. Uh, they told me to call when I get my next period. So that's yeah, May it's 15. different for like it's 
different for every practice and, you know, ASRM loosen their guidelines based on, you know, what's going on locally and here in Seattle, we're like on the downturn and haven't had a lot of new cases. Yeah. Our, our stay at home order was extended through the end of May. Oh, it was. Um, yeah. I didn't know but, that. Yeah. That just happened. Just given, I mean, in Seattle, we've done really well with the social distancing. Yeah. And, definitely on the downturn so yeah. fingers crossed yeah that's it'll great. stay that way yeah. yeah but it's a crazy <sighs> world it's a crazy time to be you know going through this journey and oh. the pandemic on top of it I yeah it's wild yeah i really like the idea of swapping out your sperm vials that's not a bad idea i mean oh, it's, it's going to cost idea. more money another 180 bucks so yeah a cycle that was going to be mildly cheap is going to be <laughs> as much as an IUI at a clinic, maybe. Um, That's how it always happens. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I would, I would call Seattle Sperm Bank and okay. just chat with them and see what they say. Okay, I will. Maybe they have a solution. I'm, this is not the first time this has happened to somebody. So just to recap, before I spoke to Stephanie, I'd kind of lost all hope. But after talking to her, I felt better. I had thought my reproductive system had done me wrong, but now it seemed okay. Or like it might be okay, eventually, at some point. Ovulation could still be coming. All I had to do was figure out the tank situation and the shipping situation. So I planned to call Seattle Sperm Bank in the morning when they opened, but I woke up to this email from their shipping department. And it said, your order is guaranteed frozen until the 7th, meaning it could expire on the 7th. That's Thursday. If you need to send the sample back, it is best to send the sample back before that date, meaning Wednesday. Some tanks last longer, but that is not guaranteed. Oh my. With this new timeline, I'd have to ship my sperm back today, Monday. So I emailed them back right away asking this. Do you know if it's possible to change my shipping label to overnight shipping so that I can send it off tomorrow and get it to you by Wednesday? I'm also wondering if there's any way to refill the nitrogen tank at a fertility clinic out here in New York. Has anyone ever done this before? And I have to say, Seattle Sperm Bank has amazing customer service because Angelo, the general supervisor over there, emailed me back immediately and he said, yes, tanks can be recharged. The question you would want to ask the clinic that you potentially would reach out to is if they have liquid nitrogen on site and if they have someone experienced in charging LN2 dry shippers. He also got me a new over overnight shipping label just in case I still needed to send the tank back to him in a hurry. Isn't that amazing? Five stars, Seattle Sperm Bank. Five stars. All right, so that's when I jumped into action and started calling clinics in my vicinity. It was not looking good at first. One clinic referred me to California Cryobank, which makes no sense. And then another clinic referred me to Air Gas Supply, which is a welding company. I called them and it was weird. Finally, I reached a clinic in Connecticut that put me through to their lab manager, Maria, who said that she would be happy to do it for me and that all I needed to do was sign a waiver and she wasn't going to charge me anything. Isn't that amazing? So nice. So now, tomorrow morning, I'm heading off to Connecticut with my mom and dad and my big tank full of sperm to recharge the tank. And on a scale of ups and downs, I'd say I'm back on the ups but I'm not going to let myself get too up about it this time because I don't have a clue what's going to happen with my cycle. I hope I ovulate so that I can do my insemination sometime in the next few days or maybe in the next week. But if I don't, I'll be fine. And that's it for today, folks. Thank you so much to my family, Karen and Bill and Stephen, for chatting with me. Thank you also so much to Dr. Stephanie Rothenberg for filling me in, giving me a little bit of clarity on what's going on with my cycle. 
Thank you to the patient people who emailed with me at Seattle Sperm Bank. Thank you to Maria at this lab. I hope it works out. Oh, my goodness. And thank you to my new Patreon subscribers. Oh, yeah, patrons. Don't forget, everybody, we want to get up to $850 this week to celebrate my two-year anniversary. We're, we're, we're almost there. We just need a couple more people to, to, to really get in there and get in there big. <laughs> Go to patreon.com forward slash spermcast. If you don't want to join the Patreon, but you still want to support the show, you can Venmo me at molly-hockey, and you can always rate and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And share the podcast with other people. If you're not going through something fertility-related right now, I guarantee you, you know someone who is. Speaking of people going through fertility stuff, if you need an ear, I'm here. I'm doing my fertility consultations. It's really been great. My clients love it and I love it. To find out more, you can just email me at spermcast at gmail.com. You can also email me your general questions or email me your life story if you want to. I just might not get back to you in a timely fashion. Other ways to reach me, you can leave me a voicemail at 323-741-1818 or you can text me at that same number, 323-741-1818. You can find me all over social media at Spermcast. That's on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can also go to my website at spermcastpod.com. And I think that's about it for today. I hope to have some exciting news for you next week. Guess that's it. Here I go. He could be bald and bearded, shorter or tall, funny, smart, love basketball, gay, straight, black, white, tiny eyes with an underbite, I just need sperm, sperm cast. An Erios production. Powered by Acast. 